0: it's so almost painful to tell the truth sometimes. It's embarrassing, it's like, it hurts my my body, mind, and soul to actually say the truth.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
2: Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret, I'll tell you mine. sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brienne Davis-Gantt. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know those deep, dark secrets you probably want to take to your grave? Are those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing? Really, the how, the what, the when, the where, and the why. Today, my guest is Riv. Now, Riv, I have a question for you. Dun, dun, dun. What is your secret?
0: I, uh, for <laughs> Oh my God, you're majority, making me laugh. <laughs> I know. I, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to, I've never like, I don't know, I've never said this publicly. I've like talked about it a lot, like in my, you know, in therapy and like mm. within my like friend group and within my like close circles. Um, but I stand here before you today, a recovering, and I say recovering and not recovered because it is a process and not an event. A recovering pathological liar.
2: Dude, I have to say, I applaud you for saying that. Because I love to lie also.
0: (laughs) It's so almost painful to tell the truth sometimes. It's embarrassing. It's like, it hurts my my body, mind, and soul to actually say the truth. But yeah, I guess it's like, it's like a little like a bump, like to tell a lie is just like the tiniest little, like, no matter how big or small it is for me, at least I feel it. Like it's like a, like a bump,
2: like a little snort, a little like sip.
0: <laughs> right. And it's like, I I don't do, I don't do any drugs. I don't drink. I've been sober from all of that for like four years. And so lying is really all I have um, or had, but you know, again, it's just like even that doesn't feel as, uh, you know, feel good. <laughs> um, you know, the longer I, I am like sober from like substances and like other, like obsessive compulsive behaviors with like food and with dating and with sex and whatever, like, and money and spending and all that, like all of
2: it, It's all All of it. it, Right. Like you take one away. It kind of even goes a little bit like, oh, I'll eat so much of that cake. Oh, I'll just flirt with that person or blah, blah, blah.
0: It's the whack-a-mole of it all. And like, Mm -hmm. and for me, like lying was, I think, and is my first and like most powerful, um, vice escape from reality. Right. When you
2: lie, you're not in reality.
0: Do you remember when you started lying? Yes. So the first, <laughs> the first lie that I ever told, and I love telling this story, um, is when I was in the first grade, I was having a, like kind of a bad day in class and I'm a summer birthday kid. Mm-hmm. I'm a Leo. So, uh, oh, you didn't get to you celebrate know. your
2: birthday at school. Mm-hmm. I never no, thought of and that for
0: a Leo. That is like, that is, that is bad. Yeah. Um, Cause you guys love attention. Don't you we like the famously lion. love attention. <laughs> We're also very loyal and like great friends, but like the, the attention whore is like kind of first thing people associate with Leo, which is like, it I'm is not true. mad about because it's absolutely true. Um, but I lied. I told the teacher, I was like, it's my birthday. And she was just like, okay. Uh <laughs> I think the teachers probably like have a log of when all the kids' birthdays are. So she probably, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is not to like point fingers and blame her for enabling me, but like she probably was like, I don't want to like embarrass this little kid. So she went along with it. And she had the teacher's aid, like run out and grab cupcakes from like 7-Eleven. And um We did the little class celebration, which was, um, we'd sit in a circle. Mm -hmm. Every kid would say at least one nice thing about the kid whose birthday it was. And the teacher would like write it down on a big, big piece of paper. And then the kid would get to have it. When I was picked up by my dad, (laughs) he saw me with the big piece of paper. And I was just, I don't know how I thought I was going to like, get out of this. Like, but he was just like, Oh, what's that? And I was just like, it's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like it literally they unfold he unfolded it it's like happy birthday Riv, like <laughs> all these like things that he was just like what the fuck like are you fucking kidding me you lied to your teacher like and he he goes absolutely off the punishment was that i had to watch pinocchio like all the bad parts of it um specifically the whale part where he gets like swallowed by a whale like all of that and so anytime i would lie from then on out like my dad would say your nose is growing and I'd cry. I'd like grab my nose and be like, no. Um, but it didn't, I mean, that like worked, you know, short term when I was a kid, but I guess I learned like the consequence for lying pretty early Mm -hmm. was that you have to apologize. And like, I had to bring my teacher like a chocolate rose the next day, which is like a weird apology. like That's so random, (laughs) random as hell. Like, yeah, I brought the teacher. I was like, miss Davis, I'm so sorry. Like I brought her this chocolate rose and, and you know, apologize to her. I don't remember whether I had to like fess up in front of the whole class, but I definitely did to my teacher. Mm-hmm. Um I think my dad like spared me from having to uh, fess up to my whole class, but we did transfer schools very shortly after that. Like I-, I was pulled out of that school very shortly after that, because I feel like my dad like couldn't deal with the like kind of embarrassment and the shame of it and and wanted to save face, um, which is like a recurring theme in my family. It's hilarious because my dad would always say lying is the worst thing you could do to a person. It's worse than murder. And like my dad is like low key, not low key. I'll say it like he's high key, like maybe a bigger liar than I am. I feel like he doesn't understand that like adding little fun details to a story that didn't even happen. Like is still a lie. Yeah. It's a lie for him. He's like, well, it's just my truth. And I'm like, but it's not the truth. Like your truth and the truth are not aligned. So it's a lie. That's, that's what that is. And I've like now, you know, had to explain that to him many times, but I just don't think it, he gets it. So like, all I can do is like really just work on it within myself, which sucks because I love telling little lies. I mean, I'll I'll give a list of some of the fucking ridiculous lies I've told people. Like oh my God, tell me ones. right now. Let's just, okay, let's put it all out there. I told somebody, I told a lot of people, I was in the Canadian touring cast of Les Mis when I was little um, that I played Eponine, like baby Eponine,
2: <laughs> which is so like, Which people can check up on that. You
0: know, like, like you tell those lies and you're like, wait, people none can of that, that is nowhere near true. Um, I told people that when I was in high school, I told people I was from Tennessee and I did an accent, um, what? and then it kind of just went away. Um, you're I like Madonna. Didn't Madonna have an accent all Madonna? Of <laughs> Lindsay Lohan did the accent thing for a while, which I thought was really funny. Where she just out of nowhere <laughs> kind of had this like weird mishmash of like a maybe like Arab accent or something. <laughs> it was like, we were like, where did that come from? And she was just like, I've just been learning so many languages, I don't really understand. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who is this? You're person? like, that damn was me. it,
2: I want to do that. I want to do that today. I want to have, I a mean,
0: weird I accent. still sometimes will like, I, I, I will copy. To this like to like to this day 2022 Well I haven't done it this year yet, but like there have been times where I have like faked entire phone conversations in the back of a lift so that I don't have to talk to the lift driver oh. and I'll be on the phone just talking about literally like quinoa, nothing like bullshit.
1: And I'll oh just my be like, God. yeah, that
0: sounds great. Um, yeah, you, you, could grab like a quinoa salad and like, maybe, I don't know, like six sweet potatoes and like, I'll fake a full ass, conversation like, phone conversation. So I don't have to talk to a Lyft driver. Like it's, it's, or I'll have a conversation with a Lyft driver in an accent. Ah! Like it, <laughs> it, it, it's toxic. It's, it's toxic is what it is, but it's just like, I get this little like high out of it. And it's so fun to me. Yeah. And in my mind, and this is another thing that I've I think I've probably adapted from my dad's like kind of behavior. is like, well, I'm never gonna see that person again, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, or it's not hurting them,
2: right? Yeah, like I always thought it's not them. hurting them. I'm actually protecting them from myself. Like I would always think those thoughts, and it's like, no, you're a fucking yeah. liar. Like, let's yeah. just
0: <laughs> Yeah. And like, I don't know, like I I sometimes would like when I was in middle school and high school, Mm -hmm. I would see things happen on TV shows, i.e. like Degrassi or Gossip Girl. Mm -hmm. And then I would just say those things happen to me. Like I would fudge it to make it more believable. Um, but then at a certain point, like when I was, you know, early twenties, like I, I, I like started to do so many drugs that like, I lost track of who I told what, Um, I, you know, and this is like in the height of my like bottom, like my bottoming out, like in alcohol and drugs and, and like love and sex addiction and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, I was cheating. I was like telling one person I was with this person on this night, telling somebody else I wasn't. And then what starts happening is like, I involve other people in my dishonesty, like Mm -hmm. my roommates who had to pretend like they didn't see me, you know, bringing girls home when I was like in a Relationship with a dude, which was like the biggest lie that I ever told anyone was like to myself was, you know, I'm recently, recently, you know, coming to terms with the fact that for, I guess, 15 years, I used sex with, with men as a form of self-harm. Yeah like that's another secret within the secret right and that is like a huge lie that i was telling myself that i was just like no i'm enjoying this but i wasn't i never was and even if like a part of me was like getting off like it wasn't it it was never healthy
2: yeah it was never about intimacy it was almost almost like you had the power over the other person i feel like a lot of sexual things i did i didn't actually enjoy i was lying to myself but i felt powerful because i was mm-hmm. tricking somebody else into believing something that wasn't Mm -hmm. real.
0: Yeah. And like, I was just straight up having, having sex, like when I didn't want to with people I knew I didn't like with people, I knew that I didn't want to be fucking. And like, and even up until like, I mean, June of 2021, like, you know, that was the last time I, I slept with a dude. And I was just like, man, I can't do this anymore. Like it it has to stop. This is like another layer of dishonesty and every day, you know, in recovery, I've been like, just working towards like more and more truth truth with a capital T and, and like that kind of aha moment of like, I use sex with men as a form of escape from reality. The reality being that I am attracted to women and sexually, emotionally, spiritually, I feel no fulfillment out of relationships with men.
2: Isn't that funny? Here's my question for you. When you finally let that, like the biggest lie go, right. Was letting go the little lies or did you latch to them and try to live like some kind of escapism?
0: I mean, honestly, like I, it, it, it unlocked a lot for mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I read this, like how I came to that realization was I read this thing called the Lesbian Master Doc, or it's like, it's called Am I a Lesbian? It's a big Google Doc that's okay. been circulating around Reddit and the internet and TikTok. And all the, I don't know if you're on TikTok at all, but all the girls, all the like you, you Gen Z girls are gay. That's just like, that's just the reality. Oh my God,
2: that makes me so excited. No, but
0: you great. should give it to me so
2: I can link it in the description so people can get it.
0: (laughs) I will. So like the, am I a lesbian master doc? Like it basically like had all of these things, like, you know, did you ever like, you know, when you were in grade school, like all the girls were going around saying they, who, who they had crushes on and you just picked a random boy because you felt like you had to (laughs) like, I'm like, uh (laughs) yeah. And I mean, even down to like, when the first like quote unquote boyfriend I ever had was like, I was working, uh, when I was 10 years old on a project, um, because that is a part of my life. And like one of the boys, uh, in the thing came up to me and was like, I like you. And I said, oh, okay, rad. And he was just like, do you want to be my girlfriend? I said, I don't know. I have to think about that. And then I asked my mom about it. She was just like, well, his mom and I are really good friends. And like, if you guys, you know, become boyfriend and girlfriend, like we can go on dates, the four of us. And I was just like, oh yeah, rad. That sounds great. Let's do it.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> your first boyfriend was because your mom wanted to hang
0: out with her, his mom. <laughs> yeah. Which is to me, it seems pretty fruity. I mean, on my mom's part, like I, I look at my mom sometimes I'm like, you're gay. Like they're they're My parents are both very, very queer, like, and, and like, they don't really talk about it too much, but like, it, it's funny how, how, like my mom will just say things like, Oh yeah, no, I've had a crush on her forever. I'm like, you realize that makes you buy, right? And she's like, no, 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 Like all women have crushes on other women. I'm like, mm, no, no they I don't. don't. I know. <gasps>
2: I know I'm not gay. Sometimes I wish I was because I love women and I think they're I know. so interesting. But I don't have a gay bone in my body. Like I just, yeah, I don't want to kiss a girl. It's just not my thing. But I yeah, wish and I did.
0: and I'm the complete opposite where it's like all I've ever wanted was, you know, to, to kiss a girl. And it's funny. Cause like when I came out, like I came out as bi when I was like 16, 15. And like, I, <laughs> I always do tell this story. Like when I came out to my family, I did it in such a way that I felt like I was going to get a like negative reaction from them when they were all just like, okay, they were so chill and nothing about it. Right. Like, to where I was just like, oh, I, I expected either like a parade to be thrown in my honor or like <laughs> y'all to kick me out. And Some just for
2: dramaticness, be- like we love drama, like give mm-hmm. me the drama, tell me I'm a piece of shit or throw
0: me a party like one or the right. other. Right. So that's something that would be something that I would lie about. Like, for example, like I would, you know, use like the desire to have drama around my coming out as a means to like gain either pity or like um, validation from like my friends at school or like people I had a crush on at school. I told my family I was bi and they like, they were super like, awful about it. My mom like threw a Bible at me and like, that's not at all the case. Like it was often like that, that sucked. Like when, when I was like telling lies that like made my family seem like a lot worse than they are like that, that was a common thing. And it was always from a place of like wanting pity, wanting connection. And now it's like, I find that the best connection that I get is from when I share my truth. Yeah. Like with somebody Do you You think
2: that you lied for so long because you were scared to tell your truth because you actually would be rejected then?
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: Yeah, I thought it was boring. I thought it was like pretty, I had a pretty boring life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like aside from the, I was a child star thing, like, <laughs> which is not boring is at not all. Boring like not boring like at all. Like I'm like, like every like- kid's dream in life is to like work in TV and phone not every kid, but a lot of the kids that, I at least, you know, went to school with, like, all thought it was so cool that they either were, like, really, like, excited and proud of me or, like, completely bullied me and were, were, like, jealous and, like, assholes about it. Yeah. I just, like, I was afraid that I was not good enough, cool enough, funny enough, like, exciting enough without all of the added flavor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or the like <laughs> r- straight up like Canadian tour of Lay like <laughs> shit that fully didn't happen like and and the fact that like there are people in this world that still think that I did the Canadian tour of Lay is, yeah. or people that in this world that think I am from Tennessee out there kind of just like walking about I'm like and I'm sure nobody is fucking thinking about me like that. Like nobody Yeah, that's the thing. I, is the
2: people, other thing. That's what I always thought. When I have, I'm like, I can't go and tell them I lied. They'd like I they would be so appalled. And it's like they probably don't even remember your lie. But to us, it's like so ginormous that it's like yeah it's all this drama. I feel like, I feel for me, lying helps me have one foot in the door and one foot out of every relationship. Mm
0: 1000%. 1000%. So now it's like, it is a, it is like harder than doing like deadlifts at my body weight to tell the truth. Like sometimes like, and when I, (laughs) I had a like early in recovery, like a a friend uh, tell me like, to stop themselves from lying, they would literally catch themselves or correct themselves if they told a lie. And I was just like, that's embarrassing as fuck. So I don't, I don't lie anymore. Like I just told myself like, this is like four years ago. I was like, okay, then great. So Rivka doesn't lie anymore. That's, that's the, that's the, I guess that's the plan now is I don't lie anymore so that I don't have to ever do that thing where I catch myself and, and correct myself.
2: I actually have had to do that. And it is so embarrassing. Like it's, I know I have too. It's, every part of your body like wants to like, you want to unzip and get out of your skin because it's so embarrassing to be like, I just told you something that wasn't true.
0: It's the worst feeling ever. It is, <laughs> it is disgusting. And like, I hate to, I hate to like unzip that. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I like to keep things really close to myself. Um, Like the truth. I like to keep the truth very close to myself which is a form of hoarding I learned that like recently Mm. it's a form of um it's a form of like emotional hoarding and it's like a form of um almost anorexia too like where where you're like keeping your truth from other people and you're like restricting yourself from uh from (laughs) like being seen I guess is is like a form of hoarding and and like emotional anorexia of sorts but like I just I I really (laughs) it's such a struggle to tell the damn truth. Like I, I it's, it's, it's just really hard. Like still to this day, like do you remember the last
2: time you told a lie and then had to to tell the person you lied or have you told one recently as small as, yeah. I
0: mean like little details of things where I'll be like, Oh my God, there were like 40 people there. I'm like, actually it was like eight, like, (laughs) you know, like it's it now I've gotten it down to like, where the lies aren't like as big and stupid and far-fetched or as like harmful and dangerous to other people, like, you know, the cheating and the, the blatant, like non-truth, like, you know, an omission of, of things that I should be telling people, like that's, that's been removed. Thank God, like think, you know, think therapy and think, you know, various um, methods of recovery, like for that. But I mean, yeah, it'll be stupid little shit like you know, yeah, it was like it was like eight miles, and it's like I it was it's like two miles. Like <laughs> it's always like numbers, um, or you know, oh that person owes me like fifteen grand. I'm like, no, bitch, they owe you like twenty like, dollars. <laughs> <It's> like chill, chill, <laughs>
2: chill, take it down a notch. Yeah. So yeah. can that, we? That's really it. So can I ask you, if somebody's listening that's also used to be a compulsive liar like us, but we're not anymore, so there you go, but what goes in your mind to stop the lie? Like, how do you stop yourself now if someone's listening?
0: Well, I have, um, I have like undiagnosed ADHD, which me and my friends call squiggly brain. Um, and I work very well with like rewards and punishment. Like this is like probably a little bit of like my like religious trauma too, kind of peppered into the squiggly brain of it all.
2: I love that you call it that I have ADHD. I'm actually diagnosed with it, but I love that you're like undiagnosed and you call it squiggly brain. I'm just like, Oh my God, my brain's crazy. Yeah,
0: it is what it is. Like just so many like wrinkles on the brain. And Mm -hmm. i really like I feel like you know every day that I like create new systems for myself to a not lie being like not procrastinate and like see not drink use whatever act out like you know the, the the wrinkles get smoother and smoother and the brain gets less squiggly yes. um but like one that works for me I guess is just like wouldn't you feel so much better if you just like didn't have to like log this in your mental spreadsheet that's already like way too full your your you know brain tabs there's too many open now you have to keep a little tab on like what you told to your partner or your friend or your coworker like why you you know why you were late or whatever yeah because like I love to I love to like if I'm late it's 90% of the time because I was like having a hard time choosing from which identical black crop top to wear like <laughs> Like I have like 40 of the same black crop top to wear and I I'm late because I was either, you know, trying to pick an outfit or jerking off. Like, let's be real.
2: (laughs) And like, Yeah, just not having it together, and just instead of just I'm sorry I'm late because I couldn't get my shit together, but I'm here now.
0: (laughs) Right? It's you. Oh, I had to stop and get a COVID test on the way. Like so, you know, I love blaming COVID when it's not at all an answer or an excuse. Well, I have Um, my kid now. I like to blame my kid. Oh, my kid this morning. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my partner. I love to like yeah. I love to point fingers at other people, and that's just like ultimately. 99% of my own misery has been self-manufactured. So like, and, and, and I have no accountability whatsoever. So I think it's just like, honestly, the reward is that I don't have to feel the guilt that I don't have to continue to be like a liar. Um, and that for every lie, I don't tell, I feel like that is like a step towards recovery. That is is like, and every lie I tell is a step towards relapse. I mean, I live in that binary of like every action I take, every thought I take is either for or against my recovery. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's just how I have to be. Um, because some things like that are very black and white for me, whereas other things like, I I mean, I, I, (laughs) yeah, there, there are things that are kind of in the gray right now for me, like food related stuff and, and money related stuff where I'm like, well, yeah, like, like I I another thing was like shoplifting was a big thing for me I did too well that's a I lie know. in itself a, I know we like, coming from kookadook you know,
2: backgrounds
0: hi I'm a shoplifter I haven't shoplifted in four years with mm-hmm. the exception of I was in New York for Thanksgiving and, and mm-hmm. this is like I mean my first time seeing my family since before the pandemic. And, and I went crazy. Like I, I, first of all, like, you know, I, I definitely um like s- felt myself lying a lot more, felt okay. myself like saying and doing things that like you know, I, I, I grabbed a, like a, not, I didn't drink, but I went to a bar with an old fling, like, which is not something that I usually do, especially like while I'm in a relationship and it's like, you know, it abort, was mission. It rip. Was abort mission, get out of there. Yeah. You know, like it was completely like innocent and tame, but it could have not been like, it, it very could much have, could not. have not been. Yeah. And I like cut. I caught this dude in a lie. Like when we were hanging out, I was just like, yo, like I could, I could be this, like, this is like a mirror to like my past behavior. Yeah. Some of my present behavior, like seeing him kind of like lie about who he was seeing. And I was just like, interesting, interesting. Interesting. It's all information. But like, I did walk into a DSW it's still a a pair of pantyhose. And then I went into a different store and I felt guilty. So I went back into the DSW and put the tights back like
2: oh I'm so proud of I you. Know. That is so it, it felt hard. good yes
0: it was really it was really I mean nobody saw me do it I'm sure nobody gave a fuck and fuck corporations like they don't need my eight dollars for that pair of pantyhose like if I'm looking at it from the like but but it makes us sick it makes us it sick. makes me yes. sick yes I am not a normal person who can just like occasionally shoplift or occasionally lie or occasionally drink or any of that. You can't right. do that. Like, I can't. It is the equivalent to like the occasional, like, you know, occasionally I'll like binge a whole sleeve of Oreos. I can't, I can't do that. When people do that, I'm like, good for you. I, I literally can't. My girlfriend, she can drink, like, she, she knows how to drink like responsibly. You know, and then sometimes she doesn't drink responsibly, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" But like the fact that she doesn't drink irresponsibly every time she drinks, I'm like, can't relate. I don't get that. Yeah. Does it make me resent her? Like, no. I I just have to kind of know that my truth, and this is where my truth and the truth are aligned, right? Because they Mm -hmm. are not always (laughs) aligned. Um, My truth and the truth is that like I'm an alcoholic. I'm an addict. And yet I don't drink and I don't act out anymore. So like, I just know that that has to be the truth for me Yeah, that I don't do those things. And, and you know, keeping lying on my list of like, this is a relapse behavior. <laughs> like it, it is harsh, but I, I kind of have to keep it there to, to hold myself accountable.
2: And same
0: girl, same. Like literally yeah.
2: I have to have no lies or secrets or I will find myself in a matter of weeks. Acting out in my disease, like I just will.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's like really, it's it's really wild how progressive the the illness is in general, and like lies are a big part of that. I mean, like in in my favorite piece of spiritual literature, which is in fact the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, right? Which I've read a thousand fucking times. Like the (laughs) line that I always always remind myself is that untreated. I can't differentiate the true from the false, Mm -hmm. which is why that lie is so intoxicating and delicious is because I start to believe it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there are definitely, and my sister has called me out on this. And some of my friends have called me out on this too. Like, they're like, there have been times when I'm like, Oh, Riv believes her own lies. Like that's, that's crazy. Like that's yeah. sociopath behavior. I'm like, I know. I I get constantly reminded. Like I have these little like memory, like flashbacks or like prophetic dreams, like from the past, where I'm like, wow, like I really said that. I really did convince that person X, Y, Z. And I'm like, that's not at all who I am anymore. And that's definitely not the person I want to be when I wake up tomorrow. Like, yeah. So. It's unfortunate that I have to keep on like telling the truth because it, it physically, my body rejects the truth sometimes because it's that powerful of a disease, right? The lying, the secret keeping. I mean, I used to say
2: I could pass a lie detector test. Like I believed my own lies. And it also like mucked up my past. Like I couldn't remember because my lies were so, there were so many of them. So
0: same. It's, it's wild. I mean, yeah, it's, it's completely the same. Like I, I, Definitely, I mean, I know now. I can't. I definitely couldn't pass a lie detector test. But back <laughs> no, then, either. like <laughs> for sure, like I could get on a lie detector test. I'm from Tennessee, and like that, that thing would be completely clean. Like I'd be like, I like <laughs> but oh my no, god, now- I'm
2: so grateful that you came on and shared this because there is so much shame in lying, and even those little lies. And I'm glad that we're on the same path where we are not leaning into that addictive behavior anymore because it's not good for us or anybody to let be lying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, when I tell the truth, I do feel like a lot lighter mm-hmm. <laughs> in spirit. Like, I feel like I can like stand taller when I tell the truth. It is like literally a physical manifestation of like a level up. It almost yeah. feels like in the Pokemon game where like when you're fighting another Pokemon or like when you give your Pokemon, like a healing potion and they like level up a couple points, like that is how I feel every time I actively choose to not lie. You get leveled up. Oh my God. I love that.
2: I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful to know you. Thank you so much for coming on secret life. Thank you. And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secret life podcast at iCloud.com until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you'd like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.
0: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist,